Let us not be weary in well-doing, for in due season we shall reap if we faint not. Believers have God's promise that when we faithfully obey Him and don't give up, we will enjoy the very best returns. Let the Lord encourage your heart as Joe Vasek, pastor of Northeast Baptist Church of Danbury, Connecticut, urges us to stay the course. The country of Scotland had been controlled by the Catholic Church for hundreds of years. But in the early 1500s, the teachings of Martin Luther had begun to have some influence in Scotland through a Lutheran preacher named Patrick Hamilton. Then in 1528, Patrick Hamilton was charged as a heretic and executed. So, Scotland remained under the control of the Pope and his prelates. In 1538, a 25-year-old Scottish schoolteacher named George Wishart in a school in the town of Montrose, was teaching his students how to read the New Testament in Greek, since it wasn't yet available in their native tongue. The local Catholic bishop heard about it and chased George Wishart out of town. Wishart fled to England and went to Cambridge University, where he came under the influence of Hugh Latimer, the Church of England scholar who had embraced the doctrines of the Reformation. In Bristol, Wishart became a target when he began to preach against the worship of Mary. He escaped England and went to Germany and Switzerland, traveling and preaching the doctrines of the Reformation. In 1543, George Wishart returned to Scotland and preached in the town of Montrose, where he had previously been a schoolteacher. His preaching was well-received in Montrose, and from there he went to the town of Dundee. He preached on the Book of Romans in Dundee, and God moved in the hearts of the people. Then in 1545, a plague broke out in Dundee, and many people were dying. Wishart gave himself to helping the sick, and as he did, he told everyone he could about a disease much worse than the plague, the disease of sin, which could only be healed by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, who had died for their sins. People listened to the message of justification by faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, and many of them received the Savior. George Wishart's success in preaching caught the attention of a Catholic cardinal named David Beaton. Cardinal Beaton ordered officials of the church to have Wishart arrested. But when they tried to carry out his orders, the local officials protected Wishart. When he was forbidden to preach in the church buildings, he would preach in the marketplaces, in the open fields, and he always drew great crowds. While Wishart was preaching in the town of Ayr, Cardinal Beaton sent a priest to assassinate him. As Wishart was preaching, he noticed the priest among the crowd. He suspected that the priest was there to cause trouble, so he had his guard up. When the priest came within his reach, Wishart reached out and grabbed his arm. He saw the priest reach beneath his robe to grab a dagger, and he was able to take the dagger away from him as Wishart threw the priest to the ground. Then as the crowd began to threaten the priest, he cried out for mercy, and George Wishart, whose life was moments before endangered by this man, now stood between the priest and the crowd that wanted to kill him. Wishart helped him escape unharmed. During this period in Scotland, George Wishart gained a number of followers and admirers. But none was more loyal and devoted than a young man named John. John loved Wishart's preaching, and he was concerned about his safety. He began to follow him wherever he traveled, to serve as his bodyguard. John carried a sword so large that it took two hands to wield it. As George Wishart preached to the crowds, his bodyguard John stood and vigilantly watched the crowds. John was obsessed with making sure that his mentor was safe. Early in 1546, Wishart told his friends of his intentions to travel to Scotland's capital city, Edinburgh, 
They pleaded with him not to go, certain that his life would be in jeopardy there. Wishart didn't deny that he could possibly be arrested, but he insisted that he must go. His bodyguard, John, asked if he could go with him, but George Wishart refused and told him to go home to his family. He said that if there was to be a sacrifice, it would only require one person. Just as they feared, as Wishart stopped for the night on his journey to Edinburgh, the house was surrounded and he was arrested. They threw him in the dungeon of the castle of Edinburgh to await trial. He was examined by a panel of church officials, and he answered every one of their questions with scripture. They found him guilty of heresy, and at his sentencing they read the list of accusations against him, and said, What answerest thou to these sayings, thou runagate, traitor, thief, which we have duly proved by sufficient witnesses against thee? When Wishar began to answer, another official silenced him. If we give him license to preach, he is so crafty and in the Holy Scriptures so exercised that he will persuade the people to his opinion and raise them against us. In the town of St. Andrews in Scotland, George Wishart was tied to the stake to be burned. The executioner asked George Wishart to forgive him for what he was about to do, and then he lit the flames. Before long, the executioner pulled a rope to strangle him in order to prevent him from suffering further. Today in St. Andrews stands the Martyr's Monument in honor of George Wishart and several other Protestant martyrs on the very spot of Wishart's execution. His initials are laid out in stone on the ground. But the greatest monument to George Wishart's legacy is the life of his bodyguard, John Knox. John Knox would pick up George Wishart's mantle and become the leading influence of the Reformation in the country of Scotland. He was the founder of the Presbyterian Church of Scotland, and he had a tremendous influence on the people, on the government, and on the lives of its leaders. George Wishart gave his life for the cause of Christ in Scotland, and John Knox carried on with what he had accomplished. Christian, those who have run before us are counting on us to faithfully complete our race. Stay the course. We pray that today's program was a blessing to you. If you have any questions or comments, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at staythecourse at nbcdanbury.org. God bless you.